FDA tweeting, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. Ivermectin is not a recommended treatment for COVID-19. It is not a recommended drug to prevent COVID-19. Ivermectin. 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 And Ivermectin. Ivermectin. It's all coming back to some sort of mind control. Ivermectin, which can and is around the world, used to treat and prevent the spread of the coronavirus. It's not some crackpot fish tank cleaner. It's a real drug. I, I'm not a medical expert. They but haven't even given uh, emergency use authorization uh, for ivermectin. Take, if it's extremist to wonder about the origins of COVID, if it's extremist to wonder about the utility of masks outdoors, if it's extremist to wonder about ivermectin as a therapeutic drug, then count me as a radical. Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Stanny. And you're listening to Mixed Politics. Welcome to episode 19. What? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I can't, I don't know. It's the topic. I think it's the topic. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. But we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Well, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking what is called, what I have called, a, an, uh, is it an or a? An H-bomb. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's it, your own creation? Yes. It has rum and ginger ale, which I love mixing with rum lime juice, and a splash. So a splash meaning like less than one part of Heineken. Oh, wow. And that's the, that's a, the H part. It's an interesting combination. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm just drinking a margarita. Uh, I hope I make it through this thing because like with mixing like liquor and beer, I'm not in the clear. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. Yeah. So what are we talking about tonight? What's going on with ivermectin? <laughs> oh God! I swear, like the last number of topics have just just been just like. I know. No, for me, I'm really hyped up about this. Oh, you are. I'm excited to talk about this because it's just such a train wreck. Okay. And you know, you can kind of get what's going on just mm-hmm. by listening to the news for five minutes. This is a really cut and dry situation. Yeah. Pretty much. That people are dumb. <laughs> uh, I just, you know what though, I wanna, I don't know. Before I get more drunk and involved in this podcast, I wanna make it clear that I'm not trying to scare anyone with the things that we might no. impart to you tonight. No. Um, no. But I'm also hoping that the people who do listen to our podcast and watch our podcast aren't the people who need this information. Right. I'm. I'm just hoping. But but if you do need it. I hope you get it because I don't even really want to impart it. I just want to laugh and just go to bed or go hang out. We're just trying to inform people. That's all. We're going to give you the, the facts and we're going to help to think outside the box a little bit as to how we got here. Yeah. We're going to start with Joe Rogan because he's very popular. Lots of people know who he is. Whether you listen yeah. to his podcast or not, you kind of know what he talks about. I was trying to explain to a friend because um, when he... He recently came down with COVID. Yes. And I was trying to explain to a friend, like, why is this guy important with the whole COVID thing? He's very and now important. That he's very important because he has a large audience. Yes. He has the entire UFC audience. He has anybody who's, like, involved in fighting, boxing, yes. martial arts, mixed martial arts, MMA, whatever. But his podcast also has, like, millions of, like, listeners. Yes. Not, like, one million. Like, yes. a couple, a yes. lot of million a lot. people. Per episode, per whatever. Yes. So he's very influential. His platform is very yes. large. And oftentimes, I've listened in a few times. 
he's just like the dumbest like I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if it's a shtick where this is the stuff that he does to make his podcast popular. But he'll just come like we'll be talking about he'll be talking about anything on the podcast. Anything at all. Maybe something important, maybe something political. And then he'll like signal to the producers and he'll just go off on a tangent and that mm-hmm. tangent will be like 15 minutes and he'll be like, have you seen like grown giraffes balls? They're the biggest balls in the animal kingdom. Pull up, pull up a picture of giraffes balls. Just put, pull it up. See? And everybody's like, oh shit, they're so fucking big. And like, oh my God. And that's what people listen to. Yes. And now they're getting medical information from this. Well, that's why he's important in this conversation because he's been extremely vocal on his podcast about if you're healthy, if you exercise, if you eat right, yeah. you don't have to worry about COVID. And throughout the night, I got fevers and sweats and I knew what was going on. So I got up in the morning, got tested, and it turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, Z-Pak, uh, prednisone, everything. Uh, and I also got an NAD drip and a vitamin drip. And I did that three days in a row. So mm. he came down with COVID. Apparently he's not as healthy as he thought he was. <laughs> it just goes to show that you can eat well and you can exercise, but yeah. your immune system, it is somewhat connected to that, but not holistically connected to just diet and exercise. Yeah. I'm a good example of that because I eat very healthy, very clean. I exercise regularly. My immune system is shit <laughs> because of things that happened about, you know, how I grew up, where I grew up, what I used to eat as a kid. Mm-hmm. So he was spreading information to his listeners saying, if you're healthy, you don't have to worry about this. So as soon as he got the virus, he said he threw the kitchen sink at it, which shows you he's full of shit. He's full of shit. Because if he said, you don't have to worry about this if you're healthy and yeah. exercise, why the fuck is he throwing all this shit at it? So he did, He let's took see. five things, didn't he? Yes, he was doing the monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, vitamin drip, Regeneron, all of this Remdesivir. stuff. Remdesivir. Okay. He did. So here's the one thing I want to say. He went in so hard on all of these therapies all mm. at the same time. If he, if he, I mean, he's doing better, he says. But how do you know which one of them worked? I oh, How do you know which one of them it's worked? It's a cocktail. I don't it know. It is a cocktail. He literally poured all of this shit in the drink he could have, took it. He could have beat it on his own. He could have beat it based on one of he any wasn't, one of He wasn't willing things. to take that chance, though. He wasn't willing to take that chance. That's he was, why he he's was, full of he's shit. He's ready to, you know. But so, here's here's the thing with 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 him though. I don't know if we we maybe we can find video or pictures or whatever of him previous like prior to him getting COVID. He was all about like it's just the flu. Right. Like you were saying, if you're healthy and you exercise, you eat right, you whatever whatever, you'll be fine. It's it's not killing young people. Like he's yeah. okay with old people dying. Like you don't have old people in your family. It's so yeah. weird to me. Yeah. But you know. 
that's that was his thing and as soon as he got it he's just like give me everything give me everything so it sounds like it's not just the flu if he's gonna what the last time you got the flu did you take five different I, forms did you go to a doctor and have them give you five different forms of therapy yeah, all of the first I day not, I no so, it was the first day about, too like, yes. it, didn't like, it wasn't like oh he's on his deathbed let's no. now try these he things was like first day he was just like yes <laughs> so about being healthy do you know who bill phillips is he mm-hmm. is okay. So he he wrote the book and the program Body for Life. I did this when we were in college, and I did it again in my early thirties. It is a program that's clean eating, it's exercise, it's very healthy. Yeah. This man was buff, and I forgot to bring his book here. I would show you the. Well, let's put up a picture of what he looks like because you guys might recognize him if you're not familiar with the name. Is he like? Is he like an older he's, Fabio? No, he's super buff. He's very fit. And he does a lot of personal training. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a very good source of information for diet and exercise for a lot of people. He got COVID twice. The second time he got it, he was in he was intubated for forty seven days. Oh wow! He lost seventy pounds, and he's now in a wheelchair. So forever, or just like for at for least a while? temporarily. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to talk about, if you listen to Joe Rogan and he says, if you eat healthy and you exercise, you don't have to worry about this. Number one, he lied to you because he worried about it the day he got it. But also Bill Phillips. Yeah. That is a prime example of diet and exercise not saving you from COVID. I, I've been known that that's a bullshit argument. Of though, Because like, I think when, uh, so the NBA had the bubble thing and whatever, mm-hmm. and they started this season. And I think at the beginning of the last season, Jason Tatum, which is like the star of Boston, the Boston Celtics, if you are an NBA fan or watch whatever, he had COVID. And like, if you look at that guy, we'll put up a picture of Jason Tatum here. He literally looks like Apollo. Like he is the, he's chiseled. And you know those guys, they work out, they have yeah. specific diets, they have specific training regimens, whatever, whatever. He had COVID. Apparently, after he recovered from COVID... He now has to use a ve- uh, not a ventilator inhaler oh, yeah. before and like during and after basketball games right. because like it fucked up his respiratory system. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't know why people think that's the flu. Like people don't, you know, because of people like Joe Rogan. It's because of people like Alex Jones, both of whom are taking ivermectin. <laughs> So I think this is a good opportunity for us to talk about what ivermectin is because mm. these people are putting out this message that hey just take this take this stuff if you get sick and mm-hmm. you'll be totally fine but there are, some of these things are very dangerous mm-hmm. so I think that we need to talk about what is ivermectin All right so <laughs> keep going And I'm like okay ivermectin is an antiparasitic dewormer that's used for both animals and humans a lot of livestock a lot of farm animals and whatever and just by me saying that the first thing i think to my mind is why the fuck would you take this as a human (laughs) well it's used for horses and you know cattle sheep whatever whatever now there are some legit reasons why people do take it yeah no for like for humans and here's here's the thing there's like two different uh brands or sources of ivermectin like the one that's for animals 
And then there's the one for people. Yes. The one for people is topical. Yes. Topical means on the surface, like you rub yes, it like rub on, your skin. on your skin. Yeah. It's not something that you take or you ingest. And to go back to what I said before, I'm not trying to like scare people, but there's not really any ivermectin for humans that you ingest. In very rare cases, the people who are immunocompromised and uh-huh. have other health problems, they have a formula that you can ingest. However, the amount that you're supposed to take based on how much you weigh yes. is, micro, for humans, micrograms per kilogram that you weigh. Yes. For animals, it's grams per kilogram, that like the horse or the mm-hmm. cow or whatever, to get rid of heartworms, mm-hmm. roundworms, pinworms, whatever. For you, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, but you and I don't have anything in our household that can measure a microgram. No. So no matter no matter what you decide to measure your ivermectin in, you are going to overdose yourself. <laughs> like just from the get go, because yeah. you don't have anything right. in your house right. unless you're like a chemist. Uh, you're probably not. <laughs> well, if you're a chemist, you're probably not going to do this in the Jesus Christ. I know. Just saying. That, so, if you can't measure out micrograms per kilogram that you weigh, you're probably you're overdosing overdose. yourself to begin with. Yes. So, it's for, it's an antiparasitic. Um, things like schistosoma, things like roundworm pinworms or whatever we said before. And um, it's not for treating... A virus. No, because For, a virus and a parasite are two, are two very different, different things. One's an actual like living organism. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to get into yeah. you know what That's I too what sciencey. I, what, what I don't want to get into what I studied in college. But let me tell you something. I'm never okay. going out yeah. to go purchase ivermectin no. until no. the day I die. No, not for me at least. <laughs> Maybe for my cats, but not yeah. for me. So it's an antiparasitic. It's a dewormer. And in some cases, for the very, very immunocompromised people who at, but need treatment in other areas, like mm-hmm. you have cancer and you're taking chemo or whatever, they can use it in microgram dosages yes. to assist with boosting your immune system or boosting whatever. Mm-hmm. The regular general public you know, person that's living in Missouri mm-hmm. who's just like, oh my God, I got COVID. It's not something for you to be just like... Taking topical creams and ointments and shit and like putting it in your mouth. Right. That's not what ivermectin is. Right. And if you want to know what ivermectin is, you can literally Google what is ivermectin or go to Merck, the the name of the company that makes it, and go to their website and they'll tell you straight up like what is, what it does, what it's for, Mm -hmm. and what's in it. Yes. And that's a whole other topic. So, oh boy. So... Speaking of Merck, mm. they are telling people not to take this for COVID. <laughs> so there's a lot of talk about big pharma and how big pharma is trying to push vaccines on people. So a lot of the conspiracy theorists are saying it is a conspiracy because big pharma is pushing yeah. for these vaccines. Now, Merck is part of big pharma, no? No. Oh, my God. So if you look up how much... Like, if you look up their revenue for, like, last year or whatever, like, uh-huh. it's way in the billions. Like, yeah. Merck, the company that makes ivermectin and has a patent for making ivermectin, is the only company that makes ivermectin. Yes. Is 
a multi-billion dollar company. Yes. They are the biggest of big pharma. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've encountered when we were doing the last podcast, looking up like debunking talking points or mm -hmm. whatever for vaccination or whatever. One of the talking points that I kept running into was in favor of using ivermectin was the government has contracts apparently with Pfizer and Moderna and like all these other Indian companies, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so they want us to go and get the vaccine because right. depending on how many people take the vaccine, the government has to pay the company from our taxes. Mm -hmm. And the reason why, and this is what was said, the reason why, excuse me, the government doesn't want us to go and take ivermectin is because the money that it costs for the vaccine is way more than it is for ivermectin, which you can get over the counter or at your local farm store or whatever. And it's much cheaper and you'll be able to like, you know, survive COVID off that, mm -hmm. which is the re most ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. I didn't bring it up last week because I couldn't figure out how to like yeah, we had make a, a case. Yeah. But if you're thinking that big pharma is the reason that the government is telling you not to take ivermectin but to take the vaccine i would like to point out that merck is big as fuck pharma yeah and if you go to their website like just to their regular wait let me see if i can find it here yeah, um, yeah merck.com if you just go to go to their website there's a link on the front page that talks about ivermectin and they literally tell you on the front page don't take this yeah at all don't take it for covid don't take it for anything that isn't for your animal parasite removal mm -hmm. or if your doctor has prescribed this to you if you and it's like i said topical so if you had scabies or if you had maybe ringworm maybe but i know yeah. for sure scabies and another R word that I can't really pronounce. Rosacea. That one. Yes. Right. Rosacea. Yes. Like if you have those things, take, you know, get prescribed by your doctor. Well, well yeah, that's, the, the, that's something that we have to pause on for a second, though, because some doctors are prescribing ivermectin for COVID-19. However, we need to point out that if you follow kind of where these doctors are, are doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. They seem to be aiming for the financial gain. Any of these doctors that I have looked into, mm -hmm. they have been saying, pay me $70 and I'll write you a prescription for ivermectin. Now, if they, mm -hmm. they don't care about whether it's effective for COVID or not, those people are saying, I can make 70 bucks a pop, 90 bucks a pop, and write this prescription for 50 people a day. That's a hell of a lot of money to be making on the side. That's why they're doing it. They're not prescribing it for the purpose of what it was made for. So if you are one of those people who are like big pharma doesn't want us to get the vaccine because they, you know, are, or wants us to get the vaccine so they can get more money or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this directly from the Merck website. This is a company that makes ivermectin. It says Merck, known as MSD outside the United States and Canada, today affirmed this position regarding the use of ivermectin during the COVID-19 pandemic. Company scientists continue to carefully examine the findings of all available emerging studies of ivermectin for the treatment of COVID-19 for evidence of efficacy and safety. It is important to note that to date, 
our analysis has identified one no scientific basis for a potential therapeutic effect against COVID-19 from preclinical studies. Two, no meaningful evidence for clinical activity or clinical efficacy in patients with COVID-19 disease. And three, a concerning lack of safety data in the majority of studies. Oops. So the, the company that makes it is telling you, don't take it. Please don't take this because we have so not, nothing to verify that this trying, works. They're not trying to make a profit. And they would make a profit. Like if they came out and they were just like, yo, this thing works. Yeah. They're going to make like two billion like right there because you know, they know they got, right. you know, 35 million idiots who yes. are going to pay $55 for, you know, right. but they're, they're the ones who are saying, listen, the, when Big Pharma is telling you, we don't want your money. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably fucking well, listen. Ties back to the conspiracy theories of, of why would the why would Big Pharma tell people to get a vaccine that's going to kill them when Big Pharma is reliant on that consumer base to buy their product? Obviously, they're not going to kill yeah. off their base. Same thing here. They could be making so much money by telling people to take this and they're saying no please don't they're that saying no it is so dangerous you know why though no. it, it's probably still capitalistic because they're just like this shit might fuck a lot of people up it's a liability and, and we're gonna have lawsuits out our fucking yes. ass so we're making it yes. clear to everyone from the get-go yes don't take this because when the lawsuits come we have it documented here that says, says we said it. not to take it. Yes. You fucking moron. And speaking, speaking of lawsuits, some of these doctors that are prescribing it, they're, if you, if you call, trust me on this or try this out. <laughs> one of the, if you've, if you're listening and you've called one of these doctors, confirm this for me, that when you call them and say that you want a prescription for ivermectin, yeah. so, a lot of these doctors are saying Get the vaccine, but if you still want me to write you a prescription, I'll do so. Oh. They're pushing the vaccine probably to cover themselves from, from lawsuits yeah. because if they're just saying, yeah, I'll give you the prescription so speaking, without you know, giving the precautions. Speaking of lawsuits, and I know this isn't in our notes or whatever, but I, I don't know if you, you probably do because you're smart. No, oh, thanks. <laughs> last week, early last week in Ohio, in our fucking great state of Ohio, a judge. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Mandated that the doctors have to prescribe, and there's now precedent for this, saying that he he his no. ruling was in favor of this family that wanted ivermectin, even though the doctor was saying no, I don't want to give it to you. I have to correct you. The family, there was a man in, in, I don't know if he's still in the hospital, but a man- Westchester County. Okay, so he he was in hospital with COVID. His wife went to one of these teledoctors Mm -hmm. who had had his own website for call me and I'll give you a prescription. He wrote a prescription. The hospital refused to administer that. Right. So it's not that, and then they took the hospital, the wife took the hospital to, to court and said, I have a doctor prescribing this, you have to give it to him. Now the hospital was trying to be cautious and say, we don't want to give this to him because we know it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So the judge did not say the doctor has to prescribe it. Yeah. He said, I, you know, as a judge, he has a prescription from a doctor, the hospital does need 
to follow through with doctor's orders. It might not mm. be your doctor. I still find this interesting, though, because when I got my gallbladder removed, my hospital refused to give me my birth control pill. Okay. Is that... So it's not, it's not, it's an interesting precedent that they're even saying the Is hospital so... has to um, administer a pill prescribed by a doctor. My pill was prescribed by a doctor, but the hospital still refused to administer it. But so, the, so my, my issue with this whole thing, and I, I know we've gone on the tangent because we didn't plan to talk about this at all. But my whole thing is this. When you live in a country where judges with like Jewish doctor degrees are now giving out like medical mandates, you know you live in a fucked up country where, where doctors are like overriding, like sorry, judges. judges are overriding doctors and hospitals. Like if, if you live in a, I'm sorry, I don't know where you live, where you listen to this, but if you live in a country where a judge can be like, give them that. Get the fuck out of that country. <laughs> well, I just think this is going to be a terrible precedent. Also, it's already conflicting with the hospitals that I've been a patient at, where they refuse to give me my own prescription because it was against their religious beliefs. Were you so, at like a Methodist hospital? Methodist hospital, yes. I knew it. I knew it. You know which one. So um, <laughs> I I was there for surgery. So I you know was there for a couple of days. Mm. I had to skip my, my medicine. But this judge was not trying to take the side of prescribing ivermectin. Yeah. They saw it as a legal issue of one doctor says, I refuse to administer this. The other doctor prescribed it. The patient wants it. The judge was basically saying, you can't not give it this patient what their own doctor prescribed. It wasn't really their own doctor, but they paid money for this. So I don't know. I don't like the ruling, but... It's definitely not the judge taking the side of ivermectin. Do, is, what, what can the Supreme Court do about this? Because I do believe this is one of the cases where the Supreme Court needs to step in and be like, listen, we are judges. We are not doctors. Stop it right now. Do Just you really it. think this Supreme Court that we have right now is going to side like that? Hell no. With, with, with. They're going to say. With tenored Amy Comey Barrett and her long list of cases that she's tried which amounts to zero I'm yes just and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk <laughs> yeah, about this <laughs> i'm gonna talk about the supreme supreme court later in this episode so let's talk about what happens when you overdose because you mentioned overdosing you know ivermectin right. is being an, an easy thing to do it, 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 because it, there, a lot of people are taking the the animal grade and and like a horse weighs way more than a person, which is why it's in grams for horses. Right. But it's in micrograms for people. And like I said before, you don't have anything to measure micrograms in your kitchen. Got you it. just you just fucking don't. Don't lie. You don't. It's okay. I don't either. It's whatever. However, ivermectin is a neurotoxin. It attacks the nervous system of the parasites that it's trying to eradicate or kill okay um it's not supposed to cross what is known as the blood-brain barrier in humans and that's like when the blood gets circulated to your brain can it get into your brain and into the cells in your brain most things cannot like your body is designed where it's just like you can circulate this shit all over your body you want but when it comes to your brain we're kind of VIP in this area. Mm -hmm. Only certain things. So with ivermectin, they've attached a pea protein to the to the medicine, where at the correct dosing, you shouldn't have um, problems with 
neurotransmitters or neurological issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, when you overdose, when you take more than is required, that whole argument breaks down and now it can get into your brain. And some of the side effects of overdosing from iver- ivermectin is the first one I saw when I was doing research on this was stupor. <laughs> stupor. Stupor. And it's, it's literally stupor. is like yeah. this person has turned into an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Which... I would argue that the person was an idiot before. <laughs> I was just, just going to say the same thing. <laughs> We're sharing a brain at the moment. So we can't even use that to judge if the person is stupid or not. Yeah, how you, can you tell? If you took a dab like a toothpaste size um, and <laughs> you might be a fucking idiot. Right. I don't know what to tell you. Deal with that. Okay. So, um, possible neurological disorders. Um, shutting down of various systems um, that are connected to your CNS or PNS if it gets into your brain. Um, but... You, we were talking about this before the podcast started, that people were reporting being dewormed. <laughs> That's what they thought. That's what they thought. They, they so thought they're they looking dewormed. at their poop, at their fecal... What are we talking about this? Okay. It's they're, important. <laughs> they're looking at their poop in the toilet or wherever, um, and they're just like, oh my God. There's like lines and worms and things and whatever, whatever. And um, according to the CDC and other doctors and Merck themselves who yeah. make this drug, they're like, there's a very good chance what you're looking at is not worms. But no. people have been complaining. I'm, I know we're going to put the pictures up right here. <laughs> um, of They're just like, oh my God. I'm feeling better with my COVID, but I'm also being dewormed. And the, what were they calling the worms? Oh, rope worms. Rope worms, yes. <laughs> rope worms and tapeworms is what they thought yeah. they were seeing. They're like, there's rope worms in my fecal matter, my excrement yes. or whatever. But whatever. it's not really worms. But one, rope worms aren't real. Like that's, <laughs> I, I had the liberty, I took the liberty for you guys to look this up before we started doing this. Oh, thanks. And all, and all medical people, <laughs> yes. Everyone who has some form of degree in studying parasites and immunology or whatever, just like yes. rope worms are not a thing. It's pseudoscience. There that was a word that I came across yes. three or four times. Yes. Pseudoscience. There aren't any rope worms no but they look like worms so they're seeing something yeah what are they seeing do you want to say no i don't i don't want to do this at all but (laughs) what they're seeing is their intestinal lining that's coming out in sheets basically long strings their intestines are shedding because they're essentially almost like bleaching their intestines so it's coming off. Now, the, the lining of your intestine, I've done a lot of research on how the gut works because I've been researching this for the last several years to clean up my diet and eat clean and all that kind of stuff. And these I have food sensitivities. And so, yeah, I've done a lot of research here. These but people are shitting out their intestines. They are. So your intestinal lining has, um, it, it does stretch and it does allow things to pass through the walls of it if you eat too many things that, in, that cause inflammation. So, yeah. um, but it also has, you know, the, intest- the intestinal lining is supposed to help break down the food and pass through the food. So if you lose the lining of your intestines, you're in deep fucking shit. You're in deep shit. 
this is no joke. So let me just draw this picture for you. So what's going to probably happen to these people? This is a This is my assumption or my guess, and I hope I'm wrong. These people will potentially survive COVID, but be very, very on edge for the next thing that disrupts their intestinal order, could possibly kill them or ail them so much that they may not ever be normal again. They could get something like diverticulitis and that could kill them. Say that again? Diverticulitis is inflammation that's or infection that's caused by eating certain things yeah. like seeds, popcorn and stuff like that. If it gets stuck into your intestinal lining, then it becomes inflamed and infected. Mm -hmm. It's very painful. So I'm thinking this is probably something that could that's not a deadly thing. Yeah. But that could be what kills them because their intestines are completely hosed. I'm just saying this is not something to take lightly that they're shitting out their intestines. All right. So with these overdoses and these things that are going on, a number of states, I know Oklahoma is one. I read about Alabama and I think Kansas was another one, but not to the same degree. Oklahoma specifically, their poison control hotline is completely overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they don't have enough people to answer the phones, and they don't have enough ambulances to send out for these people who are overdosing from I ingesting ivermectin. The next thing is, because all of the beds in the ICUs are taking up, taken up by unvaccinated people, even if they were to send an ambulance to go get this person from overdosing from ivermectin, mm -hmm. they don't have anywhere to take them. Right. Like, it's, 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 it's such a, it's, it's a revolving door of stupidity. Right, and because we have to... I don't understand. We have to remind everybody, these are people taking ivermectin because they refuse to get the vaccine. Yeah. Because the vaccine is too dangerous. Or to whatever or to came up with. Whatever, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But or it's 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 a it's the yeah. devil's work to kill us. So or something. Oklahoma's governor was about to call a state of emergency to try to get people moved from the hospital to like neighboring states or right. you know whatever, so that they could because people Oklahoma, one of my friends is actually from Oklahoma and mm. she belabors the point all the time that they are like always in the lowest five. In education. Oh, and like, I'm not trying to, I'm not banging on Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is great. You guys have a wonderful football team. I love watching y'all on sure, TV. Yeah. However, y'all really need to stop listening to the people who are not the people who have your best interest in heart. Oklahomans, seriously. Mm -hmm. Your governor is about to call a state of emergency to get people who are overdosing on ivermectin into ICU beds. Because the current ICU beds are filled with people who didn't get the vaccine and are now dying from COVID. Like, figure it the fuck out, Oklahoma. Are you serious? So what's another thing that we need? What's the common denominator here? The people that are filling the ICU beds are all... 99% are people who are unvaccinated or taking certain medications to avoid the vaccine and getting very, very ill. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing. Like, I know we live in a capitalistic society and money drives everything, right? Mm -hmm. Vaccine is free. It is free. 
Yes. Okay, it's not necessarily free. Our taxes paid for it, sure. which is what his taxes are supposed to do. Taxes are supposed to work for you. It's supposed to help you. This is, so this is a prime example of for... taxes of the government being like, we're covering this whole thing that's trying to kill the fuck out of us. People in Oklahoma are just like, nah, we're good. We don't want the we don't want the free shit from the government that we paid for with our taxes. We want to pay extra money for this dewormer, and now we've overdosed ourselves, and now we can't get an ambulance. Yeah. And now they're gonna pay for you're gonna pay for the ambulance. You're gonna pay for you're gonna pay for all of this stuff. And we've already talked about the fact that insurance companies are changing their policy from paying for COVID related illnesses. That hospitalizes yeah. you because they're like, if the vaccine's free, this is now a liability. If you get it, you don't have to get it. You don't. Okay, maybe you you you'll still get it, but you won't die. Right. You won't be intubated. You won't be on a ventilator. So you would rather pay however much money it is for ivermectin, whether in paste or powder or whatever form, than getting the vaccine that you already paid for with your taxes. From I don't understand Oklahoma. I don't understand Alabama. Please make it make sense to me. It's happening everywhere. Because obviously it's happening in Ohio too. But, by the way, yeah. tax dollars paying for... This is what the Constitution or Declaration of Independence, for the life of me right now, I can't remember which one, but it says to support the common welfare. This is common this welfare. This is common welfare. Public health crisis, pandemic. Yeah. That's why our tax dollars pay for it. So, so what, what, what is, I don't know. It seems like not just Merck and the government and doctors and anyone with two brain cells to rub together (laughs) are telling you, please do not put the ivermectin paste or whatever in your mouth and ingest it because, or don't put the wrong dosage or please get it prescribed first or whatever before you're doing all of that. There's just so much surrounding this ivermectin thing. Facebook. Facebook, which won't stop misinformation from foreign governments mm-hmm. from meddling with our psyche and meddling with our elections or whatever. Facebook has denoted, I think two days ago... That they're going to remove every single post that has the word ivermectin in it. Whether it's positive, whether it's against it, whether it's giving information like don't take this, whatever. If the word ivermectin puts like gets put in a post, they're deleting it. And you might even get banned for like 24 hours. Facebook is doing that. So what you're saying is we shouldn't put that in our description. <laughs> God damn it, fuck. Because <laughs> we already had an issue with fucking YouTube last week. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly considering like how are we gonna name this I'll, podcast because yeah. if, if Facebook and they're, they're all connected, so like Facebook is 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 removing any ivermectin post. Put the word ivermectin in the post. They're they're removing it while this is happening, right? Apparently, a lot of cities are running out of ivermectin. Okay, I don't know if you did you. Okay, so where they would go to the pharmacy or whatever and be like, yo, I need, you know, so much ivermectin or so much whatever, and they'd pay a, month, a fee or whatever and get the dosage. They've, they've been running out because it's not something that pharmacies or vet pharmacies mm-hmm. stock in like yeah. endless piles because 
Who the fuck comes in here for ivermectin? Like, how does everybody's horse get heartworm and pinworm and shit and get sick? It is pretty common, but not in the quantities of humans that are asking for it. And definitely not in the city. Because there are apparently a lot of humans who think this is a good idea. All right. It's frightening. So here's what's happening in rural communities. Mm -hmm. And this might be a laugh, but I don't know. I've been laughing this whole time. So vet pharmacies in rural communities, the pharmacists in those communities are having to question people who they're not familiar with. Who come in and oh, ask for ivermectin. Okay, so people are going to other... Right, communities. so they're leaving cities or whatever and they're going into rural communities gotcha. and like finding a vet pharmacy or a pharmacy or whatever and be like, I need so much ivermectin or whatever. And so the, the vets or the vet pharmacists that are there literally know every animal almost by name in their community. Mm-hmm. They've been there. They work with ex-farmer. They work with this. They know this horse's name. Mm-hmm. They know if this horse is bred for racing or just for grazing or for pulling a plow or for whatever. So when this random person who they've never seen in their life comes in and just like, I need 120 milligrams of ivermectin. They're just like, well, for what? And they're like, oh, I need it for my horse. My horse has um, heartworm, I think, because he's exhibiting signs of heartworm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, infestation mm-hmm. and so what the pharmacists have started to do in these rural communities is ask related questions about whatever animal they're rearing and if they can't answer then they just fucking be like no I'm not selling you this so they'll be like oh so how many horses do you have okay uh, so what do you feed them all right okay okay so you know like what 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 grazing techniques do you use or you know how long do you have the do you have them covered in the winter or whatever and so a person who's like from this city who doesn't know anything about rurally raising horses would be like uh uh and and the pharmacist would just be like step to the side please we don't have time for your bullshit I'm not selling you that next right that's where we are as a country. Well, that's where pharmacists should be already. I mean, honestly. <laughs> like, we have people gatekeeping on the front lines. Any good pharmacist should, though. I mean, I think that this has been a problem with the opioid crisis. Too many pharmacists are just filling prescriptions, filling prescriptions, never asking questions. So I think this is a really good yeah. measure beyond just ivermectin is yeah. to say that uh, any good pharmacist is going to ask some questions if they mm. think something's a little fishy. Now... <laughs> I'm going to explain how this is all related, but I need a couple of minutes to set this up. Mm -hmm. So just bear with me. Buckle up. Sip some of your drink. Okay. Follow me on this path. (laughs) Tell me twice. So I'm going to, I mentioned earlier, we were going to talk about Amy Coney Barrett, the Supreme Court, a little bit. I'm going to draw the parallel between the Texas abortion bill and ivermectin. So the Texas abortion bill that was just passed went to the Supreme Court. They did not strike it down. Mm-hmm. So they're basically like, continue to do this. Let me read a little bit of this. Any person other than an officer or employee of a state or local government entity in this state may bring a civil action against any person who performs or induces an abortion in violation of this subchapter, knowingly engages in conduct, including paying for or reimbursing the cost of the abortion through insurance or otherwise, if the abortion is performed or induced in violation of this subchapter, regardless of whether the person knew or should have known 
that the abortion would be performed or induced. Or anybody who intends to engage in this conduct. So what does that mean? It means any woman who gets an abortion after six weeks or any provider that performs it, mm -hmm. anyone who gives a ride or pays money to cover part. it, yeah. uh, or any other form of support, knowing just knowing that it's going to happen and doesn't stop it, that they could be subject to a lawsuit by some other civilian who calls a phone number and reports this incident. And I saw at the same time that Lyft and Uber mm -hmm. are willing to cover legal fees of any driver that drives a woman to yes. the abortion. Like, this is where the fuck we are. Con I know. Continue. That's beside the point, though. Yeah. So so we've, so we've heard so much about HIPAA rights throughout all of this pandemic. Mm. From the Karens and the Chads that show up at these stores and they scream, it's none of your business about my health. And it's a HIPAA violation to ask me to wear a mask. Why I can't wear a mask? It's not. Just just to be clear, it's not a HIPAA violation. I know that. Okay. Again, you know follow that. me on this. <laughs> follow me, follow me, follow me. So it's a bullshit argument, but that's their logic that they want to settle on. So let's follow that. Uh, if it's a HIPAA violation to even ask about a vaccine status or the ability to wear a mask, then how the fuck is it not a HIPAA violation to write laws that allow private citizens to be like, you got an abortion. You need to tell me everything. You need to pay me $10,000 because that's a violation. It is $10,000, isn't it? They get paid. Yeah. Yes, they get paid $10,000 for reporting it because there's, we're not going to get into it, but essentially I, there's a $10,000 I wish I lived in Texas because I'd be like $30,000 richer by like lunchtime. Yes, yes. What kind of shit law is that? It's shit law. If you if all want us to do a separate episode about it, comment, let us know, because I'm ready to talk about it. So how does this relate to ivermectin? Well, this that bill in Texas is a heartbeat bill. Yeah. So if it opens somebody up to civil litigation if they stop a heartbeat of a living human, okay? So let's say somebody gets COVID. Mm-hmm. They refuse to get vaccinated and they decide they're going to take ivermectin. So this person that has COVID is driven to the pharmacy by their spouse. The person with COVID walks into the pharmacy to purchase human grade ivermectin. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they're not going to they're get not, the horse grade. They're not getting the horse. Okay. <laughs> they're even just going to purchase human grade ivermectin. All right. This person's now exposed everybody in the pharmacy to COVID. And let's say the pharmacist who waits on them gets COVID and dies. So following the spirit of this Texas law, mm -hmm. which is now precedent because Amy Coney Barrett and the others on the Supreme Court say, it's cool with us. Any private citizen can now pick up the phone and they can say, dude, my pharmacist's wife just got sick and died and I want to bring civil charges. Because they stopped her heartbeat. They stopped the pharmacist's heartbeat. And... They knowingly went into the pharmacy having COVID, exposing other people to it, all because they wanted to get ivermectin. I so can't. this is why I'm bringing it up because I think it's interesting. This is too much. The po the COVID positive person plus their spouse who drove them to the pharmacy, they're both potentially open to civil litigation. Yeah. Because they killed somebody, they stopped a heartbeat. It's interesting that conservatives are not seeing just even one step in front of what yeah. they're doing but then so, see you touched on a very big point of the whole conservative like lawmaking mm -hmm. they can't see further than their notes they just they're just like and it's so 
annoying to me. Yes. Because it's like, you can't see, like, you have this idea and you're just like, we want to stop this and do this. But you don't see the ramifications that happen because of this one yes. thing that you've done. And this is such an easy picture to paint. Such an easy picture. Yeah. But it wouldn't have really been so easy to draw that mm-hmm. if it hadn't been for their HIPAA violation bullshit that they were throwing out there. And I, I'm sure you've seen the memes. I've seen all the memes where it's just like, uh, Texas won't force, force a 12-year-old student to wear a mask, mm-hmm. but they will force her to carry a child to full term yes. if she's been raped. Yes. Like, come on. Like, America, it's, it's so... easy to get this right. Just get it right. It's so... It's not hard to get it right. Just get it right. And this is what I want to call a boomerang effect that I'm seeing across the board with conservatives. I don't know why, but you said boomerang and I just stopped at boomer. <laughs> I just wanted to blame Not them. a boomer effect. <laughs> That's totally different. I could do an entire episode on boomers too. Mm-hmm. Um, I do actually, before we get off of the abortion bill, I do want to say, did you know that government employees are exempt from those rules in that bill? Really? Yes. So any government employee that either gets an abortion or... Carries someone to an abortion. Yes. If they're an employee of the government, they have qualified immunity. So I wonder if this is a backdoor way of Governor Abbott making himself exempt from any prosecution for anything related to the heartbeat bill, not just abortion, I, but I, also no, COVID. I don't think I don't think it's just the governor. I think it includes your boyfriend, Ted Cruz. <laughs> All of them, yeah. The other senator, the, which, but, which no one knows. Right. <laughs> like, Texas but, has two senators. Yes. Everybody knows Ted Cruz. Yes. Um, I do know the other guy's name. It's just... You asked me too quick. There you go. Um, <laughs> we talked about him a few weeks ago. Oh my God. But yes, I, I wonder if this is a backdoor way of them mm. setting this precedent that government employees are immune from prosecution, yeah. even for this bill that they wrote specifically for any civil litigation could be brought, government employees are exempt. Yeah. So um, the other thing I want to say, the boomerang effect. In such short order, basically... Every major argument that's been thrown from the conspiracy theorists or the the Trump cult or all those people, because it is becoming a cult at this point. Not everybody who likes Trump is in the cult. It's a cult without a leader, which is weird to me. They still have a leader. I want to be very... It's not Trump. Trump took the vaccine. He's telling them to take the vaccine. He's still leading them. They still love him. He's still taking... He he took the... And they're telling him, boo, no. I know. They they booed him once. Don't don't let that confuse you. They (laughs) still love him. Now, I want to be very clear. I'm not saying that everybody who supports Trump is in a cult. That's not, not the case. But there are a, a large swath of those people that have, they basically have taken on cult mentality. Mm. Ask any psychologist who has studied cult mentality and it is, I, they have like 50 different points of yeah. a cult and they meet 49 of them. That's they, far more. They, than, they, meet, they meet 12 out of the 14 like checklists for fascists too. Course. So, yeah, I do want to be very clear. We're not talking about every person who supports Trump. But yeah. of the, the cultists, they have thrown out these arguments for the last several years that, that have not stood the test of time even 12 months later. So all lives matter, except for when 
That means wearing a mask or getting a vaccine. Okay. Pro-life, except when a pregnant woman is asked to get a vaccine, and then she's like, no, I'm going to risk death of me, of myself and my child. Okay. Um, my body, my choice, except when it comes to the uterus, then fuck you. You can't have your choice. Okay. Self-governing. We don't need no damn nanny state, except for when it comes to a global pandemic, and then we can't do masks or vaccines until the government forces us to. HIPAA rights, except when it comes to abortion, and then fuck you, I can force you to go to court and pay $10,000 for sticking my nose in your private business. Oh I just my think God. it's interesting. From the beginning of the pandemic until now, can I, all of these things have fallen apart. Can you, I add one to that? Yeah. Can I add one to that? Small government, no government intervention, but Texas and Florida are mandating against having masks mandates. They're mandating to not have the mandates. So, you, so, so, you, you, so you're mandating to not have the mandates, but at the same time, you're making it illegal to have an abortion after six weeks. Yes. Isn't, that, just, isn't that big government? It is. It is big government. So I just find it interesting that a lot of these arguments surrounding ivermectin are just... I would like some consistency. So if you if you truly believe all lives matter, stick to that. If you truly believe that my body, my choice, you're stick ask, to that. You're asking for consistency from hypocrites. It ain't gonna happen. I'm Not just, this I'm just pointing out the obvious. Not I thought this it was worth talking about. But that's nope. the boomerang effect. They throw it out there and it comes right back in their face. And they don't catch it. And they don't catch it. <laughs> Smack. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, you know what? I as much as I'm okay with the fact that only the unvaccinated currently are dying from COVID, which I know for like you can't I don't need to see the statistics to, to tell me the truth about this. Mm-hmm. Trump and his camp, the people who are in his base or in, in his camp have told him, hey, just so you know, your base is dying because these are the people who are not taking the vaccine, whatever. So he had to switch his argument. He was like, take the vaccine. Remember, mm-hmm. I took it. It's safe. If it's not safe, I'll be the first to tell you whatever, whatever. Right. And I know that now it, now it's all political, right? You know, it's, 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 it's weird to me that people don't just see that, that like, yo... Yeah. He's realized that his base is dying, which means the number of voters who are supporting him are dying. And to put like a, a like a full-on cap on it, the people who are taking things like ivermectin and remdesivir and Regeneron and monoclonal antibodies mm-hmm. are and and are pushing this argument for you to pay thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars for these things Mm -hmm. versus the vaccine that you already paid for with your taxes can't afford it joe rogan can afford this cocktail of five things he can do that trump can afford it you know whoever who any person that you see on tv probably has more money than you is it's just the truth yeah and they can they can be like yo Doctor, give me this. Or, doctor, I'm paying you to give me this. Whatever. Mm-hmm. When the bill comes back to you for taking monoclonal antibodies and taking 
ivermectin and having remdesivir and whatever Mm -hmm. administered you won't be able to afford that bill it's a known fact that like every american is one or two paychecks from being homeless right why are you listening to these people it's so weird to me why are you listening joe rogan is a millionaire he literally got covid and the next day was like give me these five things and he got him and he got him you think you can go up there and be like give me these five things they'd be like well, none of those five things are covered by your insurance. So, how are you paying for That's this? the thing. Joe Rogan has nothing to lose by telling you not to take the vaccine. He's got nothing to nothing lose. Nothing to lose. So, you have a lot to lose if you're not making the paycheck that Joe Rogan has. Or Alex Jones. Uh, by the or, or the fucking Fabio guy that you <laughs> Bill Phillips. Bill. By the way, Bill Phillips is saying, get the vaccine. That's what he's saying now. He said he made a mistake. You ever notice? You ever notice that all the people who are just like anti-vax and whatever, as soon as they get COVID, mm. their like their next social media post, whether Twitter or Facebook, or whatever, is just like, COVID is real, guys. Not all of them. It's real. Mo- I've seen most, most of, of them. them. Most of them that survived to tweet. Most, <laughs> most of them. But I do want to be very accurate in that statement to yeah. say it's not all of them because yeah. I've still seen. I, I saw. A, I don't remember who it was, but it was CBS or somebody did interviews with people who were in the COVID wing of a hospital actively fighting COVID. And they were asked, did you make a mistake in not taking the vaccine? They're like, no, I don't think I would. I still don't think I would. Yeah, but 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 you're still not out of the woods. But they want to take monoclonal antibodies, which, by the way, are not FDA approved. We covered this last episode. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it, it listen. Beth likes to go back and forth in comment sections. I refuse to. I do. So if you do want to contact us and go back and forth with someone from Mixed Politics <laughs> from the, in the me. comment section, Beth can tell you how to reach her. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to reach out to us, uh, we are on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, also, f- Facebook and Instagram at Mixed Politics. Sorry, Mixed.Politics on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter at Mixed Politics one Also, you can email us at mixedpoliticspod at gmail.com. Be sure to go subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts because mm. you can listen to the audio. When YouTube takes our video down again, you can still <laughs> access the audio like last week. Um, <laughs> we're going to try to avoid that this time around. But you know what? There's a, there's a high probability. There's a high probability. They're because gonna... currently, I don't think we can... Did they rescind the whole thing where we can't yes. post for a week? Yes. So what happened was, for those of you who didn't catch it, because I did have a couple friends reach out to me and say, why can't I watch you on YouTube? I'm like, what the fuck? I go to YouTube and it says, oh, you've, you've, your video has been stricken and you're not allowed to post for a week because you're spreading misinformation, which we talked about that last week. Yeah. The word misinformation or disinformation triggers us because it's like, it's a lie. Call it a lie. Call it a lie. Like, so, were, were we telling any lies in we our podcast? Weren't. We weren't. So I basically appealed and said it was because we had certain keywords and phrases that we were using. Yeah. We were talking about hydroxychloroquine. We weren't talking about the efficacy of it. We were talking about kind of some of the politics behind it. Mm-hmm. So because we used certain trigger words... The AI. Artificial intelligence right. caught us. Because no, I appealed no, it and they... no, no logical person would watch that episode and be like, this is misinformation. Right. 
because they say that you have to stay in line with what the CDC is recommending, which mm. was exactly what we did, but we were just giving the background information on the other stuff. Yeah. So there's a high probability that some of the key phrases and words we're using today, talking about ivermectin, is probably going to get our video taken down. But if you're subscribed to audio, you can listen to it no matter what. Well, if you do want to, to, to donate to us, um and have us use a paid service where we are less restricted you can do that at patreon.com slash makes politics and thank you to our patreon subscribers and to all our analysts pundits and experts cheers thanks don't take ivermectin jesus fucking christ go to your doctor talk to your doctor the one that you trusted with your reproductive